It's another day here at the Comeback Team Studios. This is your host, Beck Lover, and I have a guest I've literally been trying to get on the show for months. He's been busy. He's someone you've seen all over the social media waves. He's a champion of the sport of boxing. He's someone that has an extraordinary comeback story, and he is someone that is fighting right now as an activist for everybody's rights. I'm very proud to have on the show David Nino Rodriguez. Right. Okay, I should I should be in the fucking in the boxing announcing. Huh? What's that guy's name? Yeah. Larry? Not Larry Merchant. What was the guy that? Let's get ready to rumble. That, I met him once, by the way. Yeah. No, he's he's a good guy. Uh, he um yeah, I got a lot of stories about that. I got a lot of boxing stories that you wouldn't believe in the first place. Um. I can go on and on and on about boxing stories. I want to write another book uh, called Locker Room Diaries. You know what? When you do, let me know. I have a few connects in the, the publishing right. world. Yeah, because uh, that's the next book. I'm gonna, I want to have two more books in me, I think. I'm going to write uh, Locker Room Diaries and another book called Border Boys. David, first and foremost, how you doing, bro? How you feeling? Man, you know, considering the the climate that we're in, the political climate that we're in right now, I'm doing all right. You know, it's stressful. I'm uh, I'm a little more eased knowing where the the direct the worm has turned, which I try to tell people. Uh, and it looks like, you know, I had no doubt in the first place, but it was very stressful to watch the media pound this into everyone's skulls that Trump lost and and uh, Biden is the winner. And I just knew it was all facade; it was all an illusion. Um, and they were just uh, pushing this uh, this uh, this narrative, right? So dealing with that was annoying. Okay, that I got to be honest with you, that was annoying. But otherwise, now that the worm, I'm seeing the worm has turned. I'm feeling better, and I'm a lot more relaxed. Now today is December. I can't. I can't. December fifth. Yeah. Right now, it's still technically not certified. There's all these disputes going on. So if somebody watches this in the future. Okay. As of right now, with what we know, okay, do you think Donald J. Trump will be the next president in 2021? Inaugurated January 20th, yeah. I got to say, I just noticed some articles, even Tim Pool just released something saying it's looking like he actually might win. Yeah, and, I don't know if people have a doubt. Like they're like, oh, it might happen. It's going to happen. It's gonna, he's going to be president. You'll see. There's many roads he can take for this. There's many paths to victory. Uh, I hope he doesn't go the military route, but... Uh, he's going to go the Supreme Court route, and he could because this is actually an assault on our country. This is an attack, an attack by China. If, if this is all proven, which I think it's starting to come out, this is an act of treason. Period. There's no doubt in my mind about it. Lots of arrests, bro. Lots of arrests because it has to. These people have to be punished for what they've done to this country. This is a massive amount of treason. And uh, on, so on all I kinds could, of levels. We're not talking about well, just politicians here. We're talking about no, media. Gotta, we're talking about. You got to think about also like these illegal mandates, these unconstitutional mandates are pushing down everyone's throat. That's all part of it. That's all part of treason, man. You know, like they're, you know, shutting down businesses. I mean, this is he's letting them expose themselves. And a lot of people don't understand this. You got to let the thief leave the store. And once you do that, then once they're incriminating, they've incriminated themselves. You can go after them. You can't go after people for pre-crimes in this country. That's you a fact. That is a fact. You can't be like, oh, well, I assume this guy's a, you know, he's going to rob the place. You can't do that. They got to get away with it or think they got away with it first. So 
that's where we're at. And I think that this, the, the only problem that we're going to have that I foresee is going to be the massive liberal backlash that we're going to get, which is going to be, oh, oh, oh. I mean, they get their bulk of uh, knowledge or they get their bulk of uh, information on mainstream media, right? So they're going to flip quick. They're going to flip a switch quick. They're going to get pissed. They're going to go nuts because they think Biden is going to be president. He's not. I'm telling you right now, he's not. He's not. No chance. So, hey, you're talking to someone who, before I understood politics, someone who grew up loving Bill Clinton. I mean, loving right. them. There's not an Albanian on earth that didn't love this guy. Okay. Really? Well, you know, he went into Kosovo and the bombing, right. and I, get it. I, I lost get it. 30 people in that battle in one day. That you know, so, so so there was always that you know love affair, and a lot of Albanians are split right down the middle. It's very interesting. With, with what's going on. Half of them are for Trump. Half of them are for Biden because of the whole, you know, connection with the Democrats and they helped Kosovo and Albania. And they don't understand that this is even bigger than that. This is this is not just about America. This is about humanity right now. That's number one. This is this is a yeah, this is election is for humanity. It's a whole entire planet. And that's why I tell people you you know, they're they're pushing forward right now. They're going full speed ahead, warp speed with the great reset right the, the the global reset which they're pushing in the propaganda but you got you can't have one without the other and i say this often i say this as often as i can on every show the great awakening needs a great reset because we we need to see them expose themselves in order for us to wake up and that is why people are waking up because we're seeing this in real time and we're seeing this happen and if this if nothing wakes anybody up if this doesn't wake people up then nothing will so do you get what I'm saying? It's it's a necessary evil for us to wake up. But that's what, that's what's ter- that's what's terrifying me. To me, yeah, I still don't feel there's a lot like you're showing people truth after truth. Leave leave even the politics out of it. Leave Republican Democrat. Like just common sense. Look, 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 look. This doesn't yeah. make sense. Why do these wars happen? Why do, all these things that you, you you felt inside your heart all these years where you're like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. No, God damn it. There is something you can do about it. The problem well, is that billions and billions of people say there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do well, about it. They don't have the spine. A lot of people are scared. A lot of people don't want to lose their jobs. I mean, I have people, talk, uh, you know, telling me every day, like, well, I can't, you know, I'm going to have to, I have to wear a mask. I have to take the vaccine because it's my job. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. This is the biggest mistake that they make because they don't realize that by not acting now, when we're never going to be stronger than right now, ever. Right, right, right. By not acting now, you're going to be more, when when the time comes, you're going to be on your knees and they're going to take your head off. So like where we're at right now as a country is scary to me. That's what's scary to me is seeing how many people are just passively, walking right into this just we're just walking into the slaughter like they don't question it they don't they don't uh they're, they're not questioning authority they don't they just go right along with the narrative and everything's okay and why aren't you wearing a mask we are you shouldn't you should be too i'm like no i'm protecting myself against communism for not wearing a mask you know so i don't wear a mask you know the only time i wear a mask the only time is on a plane you know, I'll, I'll, to get on the plane to get from point A to point B, you have B, no choice. Yeah, because I have to get somewhere. But other than that, I don't even wear it in the airport. And uh, now, Nino, have, you do, you do, do, you do believe that COVID is real, or you don't? Yes. 
So yes. it is real. Oh, you can't deny that. You're okay. not gonna, the people but you just sick. don't feel that the risk of it is worth bearing all the other expenses to the freedom, right. liberties, the Constitution, all this other stuff. Don't do that. They're using it for an e- a means to an end, okay? So they're using it to have an assault on our Constitution. They're using it for medical tyranny. That's what they're using it for. So when you talk to, you know, when, when, you, when you try to break this down to somebody and you try to make them understand this, you would literally have to sit them down and explain this shit to them because, you know, this took a lot of research and I've been awake for 20 years. So I, I saw this coming. I saw us walking right into this. And when this all happened, I'm like, ah, ha, ha, here it is. Another 9-11 on steroids. So, you know, this was all part of the agenda and the plan. You can't tell me they didn't have. Okay. So here's the thing. People need to understand the equation. And I forget the name of it, but it's problem, reaction, solution. You have the solution, but you need to create the problem so you can bring in the solution. So this problem, get the desired reaction from the public, and then you have the solution. Your David solution, Einstein, your, your solution, not 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 what, what's really the best for humanity. No, what they, they want, the solution they want, which is to get everyone vaccine, right? Whatever this vaccine is, they want everybody to have it globally, and it's nanotechnology. Okay, if Bill Gates is in charge of it. You better understand. This is bad news, okay? And it's 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 uh I had a guy on my show on Nino's Corner TV, uh, Doctor Q, who talks about this in detail about the nanotechnology involved in this vaccine and how dangerous this is, and you can't hold uh, pharmaceutical companies liable for the vaccines. They, they're they're immune to lawsuits, so you can get sick from the vaccine, and let's say you get cancer two years, or you get uh, immune disorders or whatever, and you can't sue. The pharmaceutical companies, they're immune to lawsuits. This is insane to put this in your body. Do you know what I'm scared of? What I'm really terrified of? What's that? I think people are waking up and starting to realize it. Like there was a video today circulating of that woman in California who's losing her business, yet they're allowing a movie company to put up tents and she's crying. And I think this pain... Like you said, it's like the same reason why maybe Trump didn't send money to New York. No, let me show you what's really going on. I, New York, in my opinion, is only closed for one reason. I drove past three hospitals yesterday. I didn't see anything going on outside. Yeah, I didn't see any yeah. cars rolling up. We're supposed to be in the middle of this. I'm not. I'm not saying it again. It doesn't exist. I have friends that are doctors that tell me no. We're losing people, and you know they're. Yeah, well, we're well, losing. We're losing. A, we're, lo- we're losing a lot less. But my yeah. whole thing is, uh, and I forgot where I was going with this. What well, I'm terrified of. Is that I think with enough time, people will wake up and realize that the risks and the, you know, for their version of staying socially distant, no mask, close your business. I think that cure that they're trying to give us, right, to condition us, I think people are waking up to that. I think what I'm scared of is that if you do believe this was something that was released on purpose, whether it was China, whoever you want to say, bad guys, the whoever, the elites, whatever. What's to stop them from releasing a deadlier version where all bets go off? Because my biggest fear, my biggest fear. They're going to. Is how do you get the military to go along with this unless people are dropping like flies and that that's the end of us. That's what's terrifying. That's what's keeping me up at night. And then you see see Songbird, the preview to that movie, which was made clearly at least a year and a half to two years ago at a minimum. Why would you even release that preview? Why would you even put something when people are committing suicide, they're depressed? Because I believe these people like to fuck, throw it in your fucking face what they're going to do to you. It's called hiding it out in the open. It's predictive programming. Or maybe so something. They do, they, do the, they do the social conditioning through movies, okay? So they, they put it out in movies first, 
and then they bring it into your reality. Okay. Then once they bring it into your reality, like it is now, after all the Netflix movies that showed this crap, now it's in our reality. So we're like, oh, and then when we say like, oh, you don't understand this, this is a conspiracy or whatever. Then they say, oh, you saw in that Netflix movie, you're full of shit, whatever. But so they do this social conditioning, which they're doing now with the masks. Okay. The masks and the six feet apart, social distancing. Uh, that's all part of the conditioning. Then they bring in the vaccine, okay? And then they'll bring in the, com- which we're already here. We're already in the communism phase. Facts. So, so these, these are phases, right? And then now we're in the last phase to where now they can start giving out the vaccine, which will be part of the depopulation agenda of 2030. So we're this they're, they're doing what they were supposed to do by 2030 in a shorter period of time now, because why? They know they're trying to beat, trump to the punch they 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 are now scared that this guy might have another four years the worm has turned like i said it looks like he's going to be put back into he's going to be president so here we are now with this mask wearing social distancing the vaccine coming and i can't believe how many people are like oh thank god for the vaccine i can't wait to take it no let me let me explain something and they're going to use celebrities athletes everybody out there three former presidents yeah to push the app Bush, Obama, they're going to be taking the, the so-called vaccine to push this propaganda down your throats so you can feel like, oh, well, they're all taking it. Oh, look, everyone's taking it. It's okay. That's the whole thing about this is that is that if they're going to push it, they're going to use the mainstream media tool. Like, can you, how does anybody trust the mainstream media? It's obviously an agenda. It's obviously they're pushing in a narrative. How does anybody trust it? We saw Fox News just turn on the Patriots. CNN, Fox, they're a two-headed snake. And the same snake. It's the two-headed of the same snake. So, but you know what the problem really is, Nino. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what I think the biggest problem is. Is that even people like you who are, in essence, if everything we are saying is true, we are fighting for everyone, whether they're Republican, Democrat, liberal. 100%. They don't give a shit about politics at all. Okay, that's number one. Yeah, 100%. but here's the problem, and here's what I'm. Here's where I think the biggest problem that people like us might have. That it's become so politicized that people now feel like, okay, you're, you're obviously supporting the right, even though your real mission is for the whole world and for everyone. It's not just, for, so my problem is how do we, how do we make people, people are hating each other on both sides. How the hell do we deliver the message to them to bring them together and say, yo, forget all this shit for a minute. Because truth resonates. Okay. And if they just stop for a moment and hear people out, okay, if they just stop the chaos, the noise, and listen to intelligent people speaking on this and really dissect it and try to understand it, truth will resonate. So I'm not worried about that. Truth always resonates with people. And to really see this agenda for what it is, look who's in charge. Look who's in charge here. It's if you look at the very top, tippy, tippy top of all this, it's the banking cartels. Okay. It's, it's the uh, centralized banking system. That's the top of all of this. Then you got China. Then you got people like Soros with special interests. Then you got the Rothschilds, Rockefellers, all these people. And then you have like Bill Gates. So all these people have skin in the game to watch this agenda to its fruition. And that is, first of all, this is what's going to, this everyone, this is where everyone gets, oh, I don't know about that, is the depopulation agenda is real. Okay, it is real. And that's where this vaccine's coming in. And not only that, this vaccine is a smart vaccine. It's it's nanotechnology, okay? It doesn't These, kill everybody at once. No. It's going to kill everybody slowly in different phases. 
there's different batches that can do different stuff. There's different batches that can sterilize people. There's different batches that can cause nerve disorders. Uh, there's tracking uh, with a nanotechnology. Look who's in charge. Bill Gates, a computer guy, really. In charge um, of our health all of a sudden. Exactly. This is fucking insanity. A guy that spent millions and millions and millions right. of dollars to create this public image. Yeah. Just touching on one thing also. Um, all you should be, and I think people should ask themselves is, do I really think that people that have trillions and billions of dollars actually care about me? Do I not think that they could be evil and corrupted? Do I not think that most governments are corrupt and the people that work for them? And right. if they truly all believed that the Earth's resources were extremely limited and that this planet was really in danger of running out of resources, these very rich and powerful people, do you put it past them to feel a very deviated version of the movie 2012 where they knew the world was going to end and they built the arcs. You know the movie with John Cusack, right? Yeah. And in that movie, only a select few thousand knew that the, that the world was going to end and they all got to get on those boats that they built, right? Can we put it past these people if they truly believe that the world is in trouble of ending, like the planet's going to be running out of animals, food, that if, if, if they truly believe that, can we put it past them eliminating 80% of us if they had to? They look at humanity like a virus, first of all, okay? That's how they view humanity. Um, and, and, you know, that's just the narrative they're feeding us, okay? So th that, first and foremost, is the most important thing. And you got to understand also that these people are psychopaths. They're not like how we think. They're not, you know, they're sociopaths and psychopaths, okay? And that's just, <laughs> they're also a lot of them are inbred. I mean, at the very top of the level, families with this family and this family, they've just stayed their bloodline. They've kept their bloodline like sacred to them. That's been so going on since, since Pharaoh, man. Yes, they're sick people. They're sick people. And that's who's running this entire planet. So you got to know, like, like at the very top, and plus, and believe me, I've looked into this for years, and I'm just like, but, I'm, I'm amazed. At but why, why, why so much confidence in Trump? And I'm being devil's advocate for a second. Okay. Why is he all of a sudden like Jesus, Jesus Christ, the one? That, what no, happened? I don't look at him like that. At what all. happens if he's the one? Maybe he's a part of the agenda to split everybody, so <laughs> the country goes down to. The, I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm just being devil's advocate here. No, because because the media wouldn't be out to bash him as hard as they am. They wouldn't be trying to get his ass out of office. He's not playing ball with it. He's an accidental president, and the way I understand it, okay, is that there was a military intelligence that handpicked this guy as a brand to run okay this was years ago this was probably good 10 maybe 15 years ago maybe a little less okay that picked trump to run against the global cabal they needed an alternate cabal to go against against this globalist cabal they picked trump okay they backed him he won okay he beat hillary in all odds against all odds he survived two impeachments these people are busy getting him out of office uh, the way I see it, he's an accidental president. Now, could he be part of the master plan because they need the polarization and the and the and the division? Absolutely, it's the only way we fall. I'm not eliminating that at all. Okay? That's still I'm on the table. A, that's on the table for me. It has if to be. Pushing, if he if he starts pushing a mandatory vaccine, which he's not, he's not. He's been pushing voluntary now. But if he starts pushing mandatory, I'm pulling my Trump card 100. percent we're on the same page man it's beautiful yeah, that's how i see it so my whole thing is too it's like uh you know you know right now i think people get confused because you support trump they automatically assume you're a full yeah. diehard republican fucking like you even care about that when again i say there's this bigger picture that yeah. i call the people that are woke right okay you can't sit here and say you support everyone in republican party when you have people like cindy mccain right tell 100%. you 
that her husband knew what was going on. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And that no one did nothing about it. That should show you that there is no here. You got to be really woke. Right. And so when people ask me, are you Republican? I'm like, listen, I'm a thinker. <laughs> OK, I'm not Democrat. I'm not Republican. I'm independent. OK, let's just say I'm independent. I like Trump because he was rogue. I don't like the Republican Party. There's just as many swamp rats in that as there are Democrats. They blew up half the world. Blew up half the world, too. What's that? I mean, they started half the fucking wars out there, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just as bad. They're just both two different. They're both a means to an end. They both just go to two different routes to the same destination. Coke or Pepsi? Right, exactly. Exactly. So you have Republican, Democrat, and the woke. Yep, exactly. That's what I classify myself as. Exactly. And this is why this is the great awakening right now. This is why it's causing people, it's shaking people to wake up because we were always under this umbrella or this paradigm. And these paradigms now are crashing. And people are waking up to this going, what the hell this is my reality? This is this is not reality. I'm living in the twilight zone. This can't be happening. All but these all these all these damn wars, all this poison in our foods. I mean, you don't have to be a fucking rocket scientist. Right. I, I really I just don't I don't understand it, man. I just I don't get it. It's very frustrating that you're fighting to help these people. And the only thing that comes back to my mind every single time, Nino, is that line to Morpheus when they're in the practice matrix and he says, look around, you see, and you see the cop and you see the people walking and he goes, these people are not ready to be unplugged. So until they are, they're your fucking enemy, man. The Mr. Smiths. Just, they they, they just don't see it. Like you're not even trying to say, I want to. They, I just—it's very frustrating, yeah. brother. I'm sorry. Well, you, it's just—it's well, very. You got to be a Jedi, okay? So you got to learn how to navigate through the system. So you got to be a Jedi. And they, I just wanted to go back to another point. You know, you say you're sick of these wars, this and that. Well, what are they doing right now? What's Trump doing right now? He's bringing home the troops, all of them. We're done with the wars, right? But the reason he's bringing home the troops and he put uh, the secretary, uh, secretary of defense, Chris Miller in charge is so special ops can answer to him is I believe now this is just a theory is because we're going to need the troops here. You know, there's rumors of Chinese troops up in the Canadian border. Okay. There's going to be chaos. We know that when Trump gets in and I think he's lining up his ducks, he's putting his chess pieces in order for chaos that could happen here in the States with liberals, BLM, Antifa, uh, it could be pretty bad. So I think he's going to strategically put the the troops, which he's going to say, and you're going to mark these words. He's going to say that he's going to bring him in for the vaccination. Okay. And that is going to be an excuse to put these troops in strategic areas all over the country for when the, the uh, civil unrest happens, because when they find out Trump is going to be president, they're going to go fucking ape shit. Of course they are. And we're going to need to have military all over to do a clean sweep. And I don't think it'll last long. Let's say a month, two months of civil unrest, clean it up, everything goes back to normal. But Trump is preparing for this, in my belief. From what I'm seeing strategically, and I'm pretty good at this, I think that's what's going to happen. Let's say that this miracle happens for all of us. Okay. What about the rest of the fucking world, man? Though I, that's why they call it the Great Awakening. I, I really believe, honest to God, bro, I really believe this. It's just going to be... Pop, pop, all over the globe, there will be start being a revolution. People will start taking back their country because they're going to see that Trump did it and the Americans did it. Now we can do it too. And there's going to be all kinds of uh, uh, protests and rushing of 
uh, governments, and you're going to see it. I think it's going to be infectious. I think it's going to be contagious. I, 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 I really hope so. I don't think we're going into bondage, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm I know under- I'm not, brother. I know I'm not. But there's a lot of people who think like us that will leave the car. I know I'm not. I know that I will die a free man. I know that already. I made that peace with the first fucking day of quarantine. I sat there and had that debate with myself. Exactly. And exactly what I thought we'd be. This tattoo right here, you know what it says? It says, better to die on your feet than to live a life on your knees. Emiliano Zapata, who overthrew southern Mexico. And I got this tattoo, what, eight years ago? I've always believed this. You know, I've always seen this coming. I've always had visions of what's happening right now. It's insane. You know, it's, it's, I can't, I just can't fucking believe it's here. I can't believe we're in this. Right I now. feel exactly the way you do. I didn't see it be coming in the form of a, of, of a virus originally. I didn't see that, but what a great way for them to have done it. What a phenomenal plan they had. Well, yeah. But here. I agree with you, brother. And you know what it is? I think it's, you know, the fact that we have these backgrounds. Like I'm first generation, man. I was born here for a reason. I was born here because where I came from doesn't exist anymore. Right. It's like right. that. It's like that. That song by uh, Immortal Technique. We're at that point. This is the point of no return. Immortal Technique. You like Immortal Technique? I love. Like that, him. Love him. I'm supposed to be getting him love. on the show. I work out all the time. My boys is like best friend with his other partner in the group or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to get. I, I, once I get in touch, you know, I got you, Nino. I know. Hell yeah. I cool. love him, right. bro. I love Immortal Technique, man. He's fucking amazing. But yeah. let's backtrack for a minute. Let's let's um. There's a lot here, man. There's a lot going on. People, people, people are really like, man. Listen, I lost friends to suicide in this shit already. Okay, one of my friends died so publicly; it was all over the news. I don't even want to bring it up because there's people that know. I know. It was one of the most public shootings by a cop in the country in 2020. Put it that way. That was you've seen the video, 100. Okay. percent I don't even know that's one of my fucking friends until I read the article because it was too far away. I mean, brother, this is someone that I knew that made no sense. You understand? Like the only thing I think of is the pressure that's been put on people right now. Yeah. yeah. I've lost family to the virus, at least from what we can tell, because no one was there, but all the people we lost was in the first two, three weeks. Funny enough. I have family that got better with a certain drug that was not allowed. And then when they tried to get scripts, this is, this is not, I heard this on the internet. These are people that are, I am related to. And that's when my mask came off. Just so you understand, I took the virus, and I'm pretty sure you did too. Extreme. I didn't know what the fuck was coming at us. I thought this is a bio weapon. We're fucking dead. This is it. I took my kids out of school three weeks before they closed. I was already prepped because I've been prepping for years. I grabbed all my supplies when every asshole was running for toilet paper. Just like my plan on paper, it worked like a charm. When everyone's running for supplies, I was... And I went to one of the most isolated areas that I had in my plan and i wrote out quarantine there for three months but i cloroxed boxes and this is why i get offended it's like someone spitting on my my face when they say you have no consideration you have no respect for people that that are dying and you you don't want to wear a mask no you piece of shit no 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 i took it extremely serious right extremely probably more than you because when i took my kids out of school everyone was like you're overreacting i said no but thank God my followers know the truth. I took it more serious than anybody in my entire circle. People laughed at me. I have, it's on my Facebook wall. All I got to do is scroll down. Get your kids out of fucking school, blah, blah, blah. I mean, when I tell you serious, but eventually, how long are you going to make me feel like an idiot? Where I can walk into a store, put the mask, take the mask, walk into a restaurant, take it. At yeah. that point, I'm like, my friend, I, I finished fifth grade biology. Yeah. <laughs> and, then exactly. I hear, and then I hear about the family members who got the drug. 
that they said doesn't work. And maybe it doesn't work for everyone, but I can, I can give you 10 people. You can call them right now, bro. And that's when I was like, okay, this thing's not going to fucking kill us all the way it said it is. And there's a lot more going to this, but I knew it just didn't make sense. The timing of it, how it hit, when it hit, it just, I mean, how stupid do you have to be to see just a relentless assault on this guy, whether you hate him or love him? This is just common sense. Right. The people that have been controlling the world for as long as you want, because they own everything. So if these people all team him up against one guy, then maybe he really is fighting against all these fucking people. And that's how I try to explain it to people. That's the, the proof is in the pudding. It's right there. You just said it right there. That's exactly Whether it was truly to help us in the end, I think is to be determined until we know. Right. Like you said, that third option is still there. Right. Because one of the I oldest did. theories, and I'm sorry, and I'm done after this. Because this is about Nino. Did you ever hear about that one theory that the only way to take us down? I looked at it like maybe us, the American people, it's like the mafia. We were used by these people like a hitman. We were sent to destroy the entire world and create these systems and these whatever the fuck. It is. We, were, we were the hit people. Our money, our taxes, we benefited because for so many years nobody gave a shit. And I'm not saying everyone in America, but most of us never cared if people got blown up across the world in our name. Right. You understand? But I noticed anti-American sentiment after 9-11, brother. I travel all over the fucking place. And where I was proud to be American for a long time, I started feeling like we're the bullies. We're the oppressors. So for all these years, we were used like a mafia uses a hitman. And now that they set up the checkerboard and everything's finished, they've built what they want to build. Now we're expendable. It's like the, it's like the godfather that now kills the hitman that he sent to close up his. That's how I look at this whole entire thing. Well, Hillary was supposed to be the last chess piece for these people, right? So Trump basically upset the apple cart. Hillary was supposed to be president. She was supposed to bring all this in, but she was going to slide us into this uh, communism and this uh, open borders and uh, pandemic after pandemic after pandemic. Within a, They were going to use it. To, the agenda was 2030. So they had 10 years to do this. Now they have warp speed, pushed everything faster because Trump upset the apple cart. So... The fact that he didn't let that witch into the office, into the White House, is a miracle in itself. So that's why we're going through all this right now. That's why we're in this predicament we're in right now is because Trump upset the apple cart. And that's and that's why we're here. And but it's 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 really is a blessing because we're able to see all this. To me, this is this this is Godson. Behind the curtain. Because we would have we would have marked we would have walked right into the slaughter with Hillary. And never, nobody would have ever woken up. They would have just been, wow, there's a pandemic. We need to, we need to get the vaccine, this and that. And truthers like myself and other people like you, we wouldn't have been able to wake people up. It would have been almost, it would have been virtually impossible. But since Trump came and polarized everything and everybody and caused that massive division, people are waking up because, like I said, he upset the apple cart. Does that make sense? Of course. He polarized everything. And now people are left looking at each other going, this can't be reality. And now they're being forced, being in quarantine, to look and research for themselves what is going on. So by staying home and being on lockdown, people are able to stop paying attention to sports and Hollywood and all this other bullshit and look deep down inside themselves and on the Internet and look through people that are alternative uh, channels besides mainstream for truth. And, and it's starting to rise. And I really believe that. And I think it's happening. Bro, I, I, I have a positive outlook on this. I think we're going to be all right. I really do. I think Trump's going to be inaugurated. I, I think that 
other countries are going to follow suit because they're going to realize their fucking power. When people realize their power, the minority runs, bro. The, we are the majority. We're controlled by a little bit. And now they're being found out. They're being found out. They're being exposed. And Trump is doing his job. If he does nothing more, then he's already done his job by exposing who these pieces of shit are. And I think that's a God bless. That's a God. That's a blessing. I pray that this all goes down the way. I still have a pretty negative outlook in the end. Even if we get a temporary reprieve. No, you know, I a few years where I things are magical. Problem. Let me ask you this on a spiritual level. Are you, do you believe in a higher power? Absolutely. Do you believe in God? Absolutely. Do you believe that there might be a false Messiah one day or an antichrist or anything like that? Do you believe any of that stuff or no? I'm just, sure, just sure. curious. Yeah, absolutely. anything's possible, man. So, so what sure. if this is all just to set the stage? The savior, I, a savior that comes to save us. Like I said, I will not. First of all, I don't look at Trump as a savior. I look at him as a president and I look at his policies. That's it. That's as far as it goes. Um, I think, uh, does God maybe anoint this mission? Sure, because I think it's for the betterment of humanity. But I don't look at Trump as a savior, not at all. Uh, the only savior I look at is Jesus Christ. Okay, so that's me. That's just me, my personal beliefs. Um, but I have truth inside my soul. I know I'm part of the great creator. So no one's going to, um, I'm not going to follow any cultish ideology or uh, any belief. I research, I look into things um, and that's that. And I can only think for myself. I can't think for everybody else. Because in the end, there's another crazy theory I have, but I'll put it out there just in case if, you know, we ever get to go back in time. So far, I've been pretty, uh, been on point. You don't really follow me that much yet, but I, I fucking called the alien thing two weeks before. I said, just pay attention right now. It's coming. Okay. But um, I just think that maybe from the spiritual level, I think maybe God's just giving everyone one last chance. I agree. To find God. I agree. A brief little reprieve. I agree, dude. Because agree. what scares me is the technology, all this other shit. Yeah. You have Skynet going. You got Skynet going up over your fucking head, bro. I don't care what anyone says. That's fucking Skynet, yeah. bro. It's here. Look at the fucking chemtrails, dude. They've been, <clears throat> they've been hitting us with that for years now, and the towers that are being put up. Those aren't those towers are. Those I got are an so I got an interesting like theory uh, on the chemtrails. It just kind of okay. came to me the other day. These fucks are so crazy. I think they actually think that they're going to create a planet on Mars that we're going to live on. What if they're just experimenting with our atmosphere? To try yes. to to try to figure out how to create one on Mars, or another planet, or whatever the fuck. Hey, dude, I, I I'm open to all of this. I mean, I on my on my show, uh, on uh, Nino's Corner, I always talk to. I have all kinds of guests, and on the on the Dark to Light with Laura Eisenhower, we bring in all kinds of guests. First and foremost, I forgot to shout out in the beginning of the episode. She's the reason I got in touch with you. I want to shout out Laura Eisenhower. Laura? Oh yeah, yeah. She's, she's the main reason. She's like, yeah, you got to reach out to David. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I had her on. For some reason, when that episode went up, my account completely froze. Really? I took it off, yeah. and it freed up. It's, it's, bro, it's something crazy is going on, bro. Oh, yeah. I went on the analyst, and I checked. When did the fucking... I was supposed to be at 50,000 subscribers by January. We were going like this, bro. You put Laura up, and bang! <laughs> Laura, and then I had a, a woman that escaped North Korea, an amazing fucking story. Young me, maybe you heard of her. She, she's seen by hundreds of millions of people those two back to back it was like my account literally froze froze when i say froze it froze like there was no more views even though people were watching the content 
And I said, what the fuck? Here we go. Yeah, we had Liz Crokin on our show, and we got disabled. Right the next day, dude. The next day, once we did a show with her, it was over. She was the one with the... Uh, off of YouTube. She was, yeah, she started talking about her investigations with pedophilia. And, I mean, she did her own report that was uh, in-depth. She was the one for out of, sh- out of, sh- yeah, of yeah, yeah. We might have to fucking beep some of this shit out to survive, bro. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> apologies to our viewers. Apologies to our viewers. I need to survive right now. You need to survive so people keep getting good information as but much as people, them. That's why I created my own channel because I can't do this on Instagram. I can't do this on Facebook. The platforms are insane. We're going to have all the links. Trying to protect themselves. We're going to have all the links to Nino's Corner down here and the handles and all that stuff. Let me kind of take a backtrack just so people understand who you are. First of all, you have a remarkable story. You're born in Texas, El Paso. I was born in Texas, Houston. So we're kind of like cousins somehow. We both like Whataburger, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Double cheese jalapeno. Oh, fuck yeah. At 3.30 in the morning with two, taqui- with two taquitos. Making me hungry. Man, oh man, do I ever wish I was back in Texas never more in my life than right now. You have no idea. I wouldn't want to be where you're at. And I tried to go back, and I made it a prayer to God, please God, I'm trying to escape what I believe is the evil of where I am. And I went to San Antonio, and financially nothing worked out. My heart was broken. I had to come back up here. Never made more money in my life than when I came back, by the way. But... Maybe I should have took that money and went back. And this is where I'm like, I got sucked into materialism again. And here I am now trapped probably for what will be I Am Legend by Will Smith, my version of it. I'm shitting bricks up here, brother. When I tell you I'm worried, I'm fucking worried. My sister's up there. I'm worried for her. I can't believe she's still up there. I got people leaving notes on my car, bro. I'm surrounded by fucking people that think I'm evil. Like I want what's bad. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against them, man. No, you know that's a misconception, man. Is they think you're against them because you don't share their ideologies, and all you're trying to do is wake people up, and that's it. You know, it's it is a it is a scary time to be alive, but um, but I accept the challenge. Fuck it, let's roll. That's the way I see it. Neil, just a background for my audience who's maybe not heard of you yet. You are a former boxing champion, but once a champion, always a champion, bro. World Boxing Council. You boxed most of your life. You were one of the top ranked boxers of WC, WBC, W, B like boy, C like Charlie in the entire world, bro. Top 10. And you had this roller coaster ride. Tell us a little bit about just about your life. I want people to understand that you're someone that doesn't give up, man. It's important. I never gave up. I I started at five years old. I I wrote the book. I have it right here. I can show you. Uh, the book uh, when the lights go out that's my book you can get it on amazon i'll have a link i'll have a link for that below also and it's just about you know i was bullied as a kid growing up and i grew up on the border i i uh had a rough upbringing you know in a why were you bullied man you're six fucking five bro now i am but when i was a kid you know when i was a kid uh you know i'm talking about five years old to about 15 years old i was bullied and that then the switch changed uh, and then I became a bully, you know, and then I turned into this ferocious fighter, basically in the ring. I think I was bullied into champion, to be honest with you. That's what I was going to name the book, Bullied into Champion, because I was bullied as a kid. Um, and then it just, the flip switched. I mean, the script flipped and that switch went off and I became uh, just uh, a hell of a fighter. And I dedicated my life to boxing, but 
towards the end of my career, I, you know, I got, I got to 36 and 0, 34 knockouts. Um, one of the best in the world. Absolutely. I just, uh, you know, I started drinking and I started the pressure of the sport. It wasn't fun anymore. So once, to, once you became a champion that started, yeah, I got six, I won six belts and I just started feeling the pressure of the sport. And I started feeling like I was a slave to the sport. It was like a job. It wasn't fun anymore. And I just started breaking and say, cause you have to have absolute dedication and focused laser focused to be a fighter. There is no time for women partying, social life, nothing. And I was into my thirties at this point. I did it all my twenties, stayed very dedicated. And I just started breaking and I started, I'll be honest with you. I, I started drinking more and more and I started, uh, juggling two extremes, one being alcohol and one being uh, boxing. So now here I am trying to be a pro athlete and partying, womanizing, uh, drinking drugs. And they didn't, it's like oil and water didn't mix. And ultimately it ended my career. You know, it ended my career traumatically. I was walking out of a bar and uh, some thugs came behind me and I, I don't play victim or anything like that. I, I say, Hey, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time because, because I was drinking, I was an alcoholic and they came behind me and they, they slit my throat, man, from my throat, my ear to my, my lip. And I lost two pints of blow. I almost died. Wow. And the fun, the crazy thing about that is they never got caught. And I, I'm telling you, I had 369 stitches. I was dead. I was dead. The crazy thing about that was, I died twice in 2011. I flatlined twice. So that happened to me. And then in, in Feb, that happened in December, but in February, I overdosed on drugs at a party and I was in ICU for nine days and um, they had to bring me back with the defibrillator. So, I mean, I fucking, it was over for me twice. Did and you I see anything on that side, bro? Yeah. I felt comfortable. I felt peaceful. Um, Did you see anything? I Dude. saw, you know, I saw, I saw a, a, yeah, I mean, I tell everybody, you know, I, 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 this is what's so weird about it is I saw my funeral, but I can't, I don't know if it was a dream or if I was actually there. And that's a whole nother, a whole nother thing. I, I wrote about it in a book. I, I saw my parents crying over my casket and I don't know if that was just a dream or if I saw that, but I'm going to tell you this and I'll tell your audience this. It's not scary to die because when I was getting ready to slip into that unknown abyss, I felt so much at peace and I felt the love of God. Well, I, I believe the only reason you're still here is because he said your time wasn't up. I believe that. And I have a cousin, I, I said this in the last episode, he'd been shot almost 30 times and survived in the middle of a war. He should have been dead, bro. No medical attention or nothing for days. It makes no sense. Unless I, it's I just don't believe that unless it's your time. I think you're proof of that. Thank you. So, but those guys that when they did that, did you, did you have any words with them before? Or was this totally random haters? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I can't remember. <laughs> I was so hammered. You know, I was just so oblivious drunk that I, there could have been words. Probably was words. I mean, now I you've never drank again. I mean, have you cleaned up? You're sober. So what happened was that was in 2011. I drank all the way up until I didn't learn my lesson. Kept drinking. I was in a state of massive depression. Hated my life. I wanted to commit suicide. I mean, it was bad. Uh, retired from boxing. Lost twice after that. 
could make a successful comeback after being, you know, slit in the throat. Um, one, the very last fight I had, and then I threw out my back and I had to have back surgery. So now I'm in the hospital for back surgery. And it was one beating after another. I just couldn't take any more emotionally. Retired. And then for about four years, I was in a state of depression that was so black. You know, you haven't hit rock bottom until you find out rock bottom has a basement, right? And I hit that rock bottom to the point that, um, which now I look at as a blessing because I appreciate everything in my life now. Through despair comes enlightenment. Exactly. So to me, it was like I hit this very dark place. It was so dark, man. It was so, so dark. I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemies. I'm telling you, I was in such a bad place. I was broke. I was drinking all the time. I was a slob. It was just bad. It was just bad. And in December of 26 of 2019, my started my life started getting a little better around mid 2019. I said, you know what? I'm done drinking. And December 26, 2019 was my last drink. Or actually 25th was 26. The 26th was my first sober day. So you're and almost I, on your first anniversary, bro. Yeah, I'm coming up on it. I just made seven years. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. But yeah. I will smoke a cigar with you. Facts. <laughs> I Facts. got it right here. <laughs> so yeah, it's I, the only uh, vice I have left, bro. I gotta have something. But even that's catching up to me, man. I gotta fucking, I gotta get yeah. in shape, man. You know, I hit the gym every day because that's what cures my depression. I don't work out because I, oh, I want to look good. I want to look good, but I, it's, I don't. I'm not. I'm not like that. I, I do it for anxiety, and I do it for depression. I work out because I have to emotionally um it definitely so, helps oh dude it's 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 vitamin e is the cure to depression i try to tell people like if you don't want to be depressed when i start feeling that blackness come into my life i go to the gym and i get my mind out of it i snap out of it i make myself go to the gym i mean if people could just do that they would cure themselves the the, the cure for depression is exercise so you you just made a conscious decision, just like that. I mean, there was. I did. I, I, here's how it happened. I started feeling. Any nuts. meetings? Any AA? Any of that stuff? No, Meet, I was watching it on my phone though. I had a YouTube where I would watch people that went dry, and their stories, and I would just do that to remind myself. Yeah, like, I quit. I, I quit cold turkey also. I mean, yeah. I, I wasn't as maybe as far down the rabbit hole, but I had a dramatic event in my life, and it made me question everything and reevaluate yeah. everything, and, and and that was it. I you know. I never drank well, it's again. Either, it's either for me, it was either jail or death. There was no other, oh, happiness at the end of the tunnel. There was nothing like that. It was either jail or death. That's or it caused the death of someone else. Or, yeah, then I wouldn't have been able to live with that. So I was at a bar, and I remember the last time I had a drink, it was, uh, I was in the bar, I think it was Christmas. And I remember on Thanksgiving, I showed up to the family Thanksgiving dinner drunk, and they didn't let me in the house because I was so trashed. And that destroyed my soul. And at that point, I realized, man, I got a bad, bad problem. I need to cut this out. And I started feeling the nudge, like quit drinking, stop drinking. Like it was from God. It was constantly hit, nudging me every day. Stop drinking, stop drinking, stop drinking, and I'll open up the world for you. That's the message I was getting. Open up the world for you. I was like, what, what is this? What is this? And finally, December 26th came, and I was, I was, it was the Christmas. I was drinking with my buddies. I was at a bar. And I started looking at them and I started seeing, I was like, where am I going to be in five years? And I saw my friends and they were all older than me and they were drunk, sloppy. And I started looking at, I started looking within myself. And then I looked directly in front of the bar and there was a mirror there. And I saw me 
And I was like, holy shit, I am them. I'm them. Like, it's one and the same. They're no different than me. I'm no different than them. I'm drinking. I'm drunk. I've had five, six tequila shots. So I looked at my beer, and I chugged. I said, this is my last beer. Chugged it, put it down, looked in the mirror, and I said, I'm changing my life forever. And I walked out of the bar right then and there. I shit you not. And, and that's fucking amazing, first of all. Second of all, it shows the power of a mind that is convinced. A yeah. mind that has, it's all, it's all, every problem we have in our lives, we have the answer. Yeah. But we don't act upon it. I know I need to lose weight. I'm fucking about 100 pounds overweight right now, bro. Yeah, and I know yeah. all I have to do is stop fucking eating shit, get up and work out, and shut the fuck up. It's that simple. But right, but the best thing about it, the best thing about not drinking is I don't have to work out as hard. Like, I, I can just work out. <laughs> just I don't miss it, brother. I, I don't miss it at all. I don't miss that fucking, and I don't miss it, bro. No, I don't miss drinking at all. And when I see people that are drunk now, I go, yeah, how yeah. fucking stupid was I? How yep. dumb was I? What a waste of time. Honestly, it's fucking disgusting. And I think it comes with age. I think you look back and you go, fuck. You know what I mean? Waste of time. I mean, I could have been doing so much better in life. I could have made it so much further in boxing. Sleeping half the fucking day, waking up, hungover, fucking. You did things you regret the next day. What the fuck did I say that for? You know, that wasn't your intentions, but, you know. Stuff happens. I'll never miss that hangover. <laughs> so this is fascinating, bro. So so basically, we're almost on your one year anniversary, and yeah. so much has changed even in this one year. My whole life has changed. So this video, now you made a video. That's kind of how this whole thing. So you resurface now as a sober man. You made a comeback in your own personal life, which is amazing. That's what this shows, you know, loves to showcase. And you decide to make a video now you made this video on your Instagram. i mean where did you make this video that went viral on facebook but i didn't decide to make it it was just here's a weird thing about this video i just was casually talking what it did on its own took off on its own i i it created a life of its own grew legs and ran i did not have any ulterior motives i did not plan for this to happen that way i literally went out on the, my back porch was having a cup of coffee and started talking i have very good sources okay around me I've, I've been i've rubbed shoulders with some very powerful people and i kept them as friends um so i talked to them you know they always check in on me and we talk and um some of them are in the political world some of them are in the news world some of them are in hollywood and then this this person just happened to be in hollywood and he started talking to me about all the pedophilia and adrenochrome problem and everything going on and we were talking for a few days so that one day when I went out on my back porch with a cup of coffee, I just turned on a Facebook live and just started nonchalant talking about it. And then yeah, no big deal. Didn't think twice about it, turned it off, went inside. And then the next day I'm like, what? 150,000 views. Or it was like a 50,000 views. And then the next day after that, it was 150, then 250. And I was like, Whoa. And then I took it off my Facebook cause I got kind of nervous, but it already got, recorded and played and shared on YouTube. And it went into the millions. It got to the point where they translated it in Chinese, German, <laughs> Russian. Dude, I was like, shit, man, cat's out of the bag. Either I run from this shit because it was like, I hit the wasp and this was a stick. Either I run from this shit or I embrace it. So I chose to embrace it. I'd love to see the fucking Chinese version voiceover with you. That would be, <laughs> it'd be like, they are going to kill you, drink your blood. Oh, yeah. It'd be fucking amazing. 
Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is it's going like this. on? Here? It's like this. David Nino Rodriguez. Who's on? Who's on? It would be fucking amazing to see that. It's out there. <clears throat> so now you're kind of thrown into the spotlight of what we would call the woke. Yeah. And you're becoming yeah. a very prominent figure in that world. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't expect it. Do you feel that this is God's work guiding you to fight for something that's very important right now? percent. I'll gladly do it with a sword and a shield, my man. Not a problem. Anything for God, dude. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm God's instrument now. I work just for God. And that's all this is about. So anything that comes with this. And, you know, I've had a lot of people say, I can't believe, you know, a lot of celebrities that were my friends, I won't name them. But they've come out and said, I, I never knew you were a Trump supporter. This not, they didn't even care about what that pedophile. But they didn't even they completely overlooked the pedophile video. They like that's how disgusting some of these people are. Like they just cared that I the only thing they cared about was that I backed Trump. They didn't care. That's a that's a that's a, a really crazy phenomenon that I'm noticing. Like you could point out things that are just horrible. That's unbelievable. And it could be maybe very evidently true. And they, they they get focused in the two parties. And that's what I'm saying. To me, that shit's driving me crazy, bro. It, me too. I don't give a fuck about either side. Divide and conquer. Divide it, and conquer. Classic divide and conquer. And this classic. is the problem. This and is what's bothering me. You wear a mask, you're this. You don't wear a mask, you're that. You know what I mean? So, But here's the problem. Dividing, they're cutting the pie every which way they can. If, God forbid, these two sides go at it, now people like us, what the fuck do we do? That's my point here. That's what. So what the fuck do we do? People that are trying to pull these two sides and say, yo, what the fuck? Like, there's a bigger you enemy. Hey, look at this. Like, this is the enemy right here. You navigate. You navigate the best way you can through this reality. And you try to make it out. Try to help people along the way. Uh, there's a good movie I just saw, which you know, I've been telling a lot. I just put it out on my parlor. This movie, dude, you got to watch this. It's called The Peaceful Warrior. And Nick Nolte's in this, okay? So I guess it was in the 90s or something, but I remember watching it. This When I, when I first ha started having my initial awakening, I watched this movie. And this is what spurred my initial awakening. So anybody out there watching this, go watch the movie Peaceful Warrior, okay? And the moral of the story that you walk away with is, is it's all about the journey, not the destination and who you affect along the journey. And it's an amazing, amazing movie. So anybody, you yourself go watch this movie, dude, you'll be so happy you did. It's called the peaceful warrior. And the way, you know, you got the right, it's about a gymnast. Well, I don't want to give the movie. The did story you watch away. it on Netflix? I mean, which one? I, uh, I watched it on Amazon prime. Okay. I got it's Amazon not. too. I got Amazon. We're good. Go to Amazon prime and put in the peaceful warrior. And you'll know you got the right one because uh, Nick Nolte's in it. I wish I didn't have to go through there, but yeah, unfortunately I have to. So you'll love it, dude. You'll be you'll love it. You'll love this movie. So, and I guess we'll 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 we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up for this session of us. But um, what do you want people to take away from everything right now? We're again, we're right before certification or not volatilities everywhere violence is erupting here and there there's all kinds of crazy shit rumors from germany you know what i'm talking about all kinds of other shit some of it i'm getting confirmations from pretty high level people myself and what what if you live in let's say an area where you feel might be a really bad flashpoint such as where me and your sister live how do you see these next few weeks erupting bro I think there's going to be chaos. But I mean, I nobody knows but God. And I, we're just giving our opinion based on what we think and what I, we can. I think it's going, to, it's going to erupt. But what people need to understand is it's always darkest before the dawn. 
It's always darkest before the dawn and we'll survive this. We'll get through this. Humanity is resilient and always believe in God and know that no matter how black and dark things get, there's always God. There's always God. And you can always just look up in defiance of the devil. So no matter how, how, how much you feel you're in hell, just look up and that's defiance in itself and look up into God. And that's it because I was in the darkest of darkest places, man. I'm telling you, I was suicidal. I was already less than a year ago, less than a year. Yeah. I mean, last year (laughs) and, and, um, and it was black, you know, I felt like the best way to explain it is uh, the way I felt was like, I felt like the whole world abandoned me and I was out on a canoe in the middle of the ocean with no compass in the middle of the night and didn't know where I was at. That's what my soul felt like. And it was horrible. So, and so I've been through that, that feeling. And the only thing I can say is that God lifted me out of it. And sometimes you have to sacrifice things. I sacrificed my love of alcohol, my love of going to bars, the womanizing, my love of drugs, anything to make me feel better, you know, anything for escapism to make me escape this reality. And I face my demons. And once you face your demons, God looks upon that and he helps you. It's like you take the first step and he'll take you the rest of the way. So really, have you ever heard of that old proverb, that old Zen, that jump and the net will appear, have faith to jump and the net will appear. It's the same thing. It's if you just have faith in God and give up something, whatever vice you have, and give it to God, but have faith and be strong. What's am- what, what's amazing to me about your situation as far as recovery and making a comeback is that very short time before you make that decision on December 26th and one of the most depressing situations humanity has ever faced where people are forced into isolation, people are scared to see each other. You had every reason on earth to relapse. Yes. And you didn't. So for those that might be listening and they're struggling with addiction and recovery, how the fuck, what, what were you telling? How did you get through it? Did you get the urge at all? Yeah, every, every day is a battle, but I, I just stayed strong. I, I prayed every day and I said, Lord, don't let me do, I'm doing this for you. And once that video hit with the, with the pedophilia video hit, I knew game on. God's taking me down a different road now. So I knew this was serious. And do I you had to think... Do you think that for the first time, do you think we'll ever actually see? I'm not saying full videos. Do you think we're actually going to know who all these people were? Do you think that we will have that that justice on this earth? Yes. Do you really believe Tom Hanks is where he is because of all this? I, I have a hard time believing he's even around. <laughs> There's been so many crazy different things. You know, I, just, I just We haven't heard from him in a long time. And, and uh, I, you know... It's also fascinating how, you know, there's been pushes to change the way people are executed by the federal government. I find that in the midst of all of this, the biggest problems that this president has, why is he so worried about changing that all of a sudden? Yeah, I know. To me, that was a big, oh, the whole whole firing squad. These one letter people might be, you know, onto something here, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I, I tell people like, do you think it could be on that level where we see high-profile people, maybe even publicly? We already saw Maxwell. Listen, everything's on a kind of a pause right now because because the situation we're in with the elections. I think once Trump is back in there, we're going to see it pick up right, pick up again. It's going to vamp up right again. But I believe 
that yes, I think we'll see justice. I really do. People may say it's wishful thinking, but I, but I mean, right when I made that video, look what happened. Everything I said, everything I said, people will start coming out and look at it. It opened up the doors, the floodgates. So now can I predict arrests? I can't, I'm not psychic, but I feel intuitively, yes, I think we're going to see it, but that's just me speaking intuitively. You get what I'm saying? I'm not like, well, I know this guy and yes, it's going to happen. I mean, we're in a war right now. We're going to win some battles and lose some battles. I think it's definitely there's a war going on right now. There's no doubt about it. If you haven't figured out that there's a global conflict, whether I think this is what World War Three looks like in 2020. I don't think it's bombs being dropped everywhere and A-bombs and fucking. It's a war of consciousness. It's a war for your consciousness. People need to understand this. this they're trying to stop the awakening. And people like you and myself, we're awakened. We're trying to help other people. And I'm not saying I'm any better than anybody. I'm just doing the humanitarian thing by helping people like, hey, look. We don't need to fight, man. We don't need to fight each other. Just wake up to what's happening. That's it. I'm like a fat John Connor, no? <laughs> oh, shit. That's a good one, dude. <laughs> you could you can be Neo, bro. You look more like Keanu. Well, I'm not going to get that out of my mind, bro. <laughs> you look more like Keanu, bro. Like, you're in better shape, you know? Like, <laughs> I'll take that. This is one of my favorite actors is Keanu Reeves. The what? Oh, when you fair, he said, "What a human being, man." He's an amazing human being. What a human being. I mean, I don't think the guy's faking it, man. All these videos, all these comments, people write. He seems so down to earth. No. Even the woman that he's married to, he's not one of these Hollywood people that's going out there and not, let me get rid of her and get a twenty-year-old. Like he's wow. such a, from what I can tell, an amazing human being. Depth. Yeah, he has too much depth to him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I think Keanu Reeves is the real deal. I like. There's only just a few that I really feel the real deal. Matthew McConaughey is another one that I feel is a good dude. I guess there's one last thing I I, I forgot to bring up, and I, and I kind of want to because I have my own theory, and I went over this with Laura, and she found it fascinating. The video got absolutely no views, no play, no traction, which is like my signal that it might actually be the fucking truth. So, um, there's been this preconditioning, I believe, an agenda to make human beings believe that they were created by aliens instead of God. Okay. I've connected all the dots for Laura and you know, we all use different terms, aliens. I look at them as demons. Okay. But it's something that's foreign to us that we don't fully comprehend or understand an alien being. Right. So the CERN project, I don't know how much you know about it, what you think about it it's to me, to me, I have a very bad feeling about this. And to me, it all goes back to a man named Aleister Crowley. And I, I know you know that name, bro. Satanist. And he's painting these pictures of this being named Lam who looks like a gray today. Yeah. His best friends, Walt Disney, fucking Jack Parsons, the reason we went to space. Fact. Correct. Jack Parsons uses the Muslim terminology for the Antichrist. That's the being that came to inspire him. Okay. I literally think that most of this technology is literally demonically created or what you would call aliens, whatever people want to call it. I agree with you. I agree with you. There's no way. I don't think we could have done this, man. I really just don't. I oh, just no, don't. No, we didn't do that. No, no. That's all hand-me-down technology from there. There's no fucking way mankind could have done this this quickly. You could just look at the charts of technology. We were like this for fucking ever. Because yeah. I've always wanted to like, I look at the chips, I go, what the fuck is it? I think there has been some modifications I believe we are a petri dish, but we are from the one true creator. Okay, no doubt about it. We are from the one true creator, but that doesn't mean that 
there hasn't been other species that have come and messed with humanity. Obviously, I think there's a lot of proof in that. But I do believe in the one true creator, and we are extensions of the one true creator. And even if we have been, you know, let's just say that they have come and modified humanity and different races, this and that, we are still part of the one true creator. So they'll never be able to. I think there's a lot of overlapping. I I think this, though. I do think this. Now here's their chance to take us away from that and merge us into the machine. And that's why I'm not taking this fucking vaccine. That machine, based on my knowledge, is supposed to be full force in 2021. Yeah. Fully on. This is world, the world's largest machine, bro. Now, we know that science has already admitted publicly that they've taken material from that dimension into this dimension. They've already done. That's called the God particle. That's how they discovered it. Correct. Dark matter, antimatter, whatever you want to call it. Okay. My theory is, is there not maybe something living in that dimension? If they're able to open up holes where this material can come into this dimension. How? I mean, dude, I mean, I mean yeah, they, they could just trans-dimensional beings. I mean, they exist. I believe they exist. They can, I believe aliens are trans-dimensional beings that go from one dimension into ours. But you don't view them as demons, per se. You view them as aliens. No, I can view, I, I don't know what they are. I'm not going to claim to know what they are. I have a feeling of what they could be. Um, I believe many are demonic. I think there are good dimensional beings, but that would be from God, right? There so, are good ones too. I agree. And yeah, I agree yeah. of the same species, but right. I believe th- they do shapeshift. They have the power to do that. They have the power. And they control and live off humanity. That's why adrenochrome is so potent and powerful for some of these beings to exist. Um, but that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother series. And I want to. That's a whole nother topic, man. I wanted to and bring you the explanations of it one day. And Laura said she had wanted to do a roundtable with you based on this theory of mine. And uh, I think I have some fascinating evidence, bro. I would love to hear it. Absolutely. I'm open to everything. Man, we can even get you on Dark to Light someday. From Dark to Light. Yeah. <laughs> Nino, I think this is a great first time with you, man. And you, you, you know. I get to be on your show. You're going to be my, you're my first. <laughs> I'm going to pop your cherry, baby. Uh, yeah. 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 And um, I'm going to close it out with one of my favorite clips of why people should not get stuck just behind po- uh, political parties. But here's a nice little soundbite for you. I'm sure you'll appreciate it. He was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But for whatever reason, nobody would do anything about it. Who was that? Cindy McCain. Oh, wow. wow. That's C-SPAN, bro. Fucking on public television. He was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. Are you fucking kidding me? This is a guy that almost became president on, this, on the red side, bro. Yeah. This, is what I'm, this is what I'm trying to explain. Like, Democrat, Republican, woke, yeah. woke. 100%. Woke, whoever's for humanity, not forcing, not going on freedom. And right now, you only have two options. So, like, who the fuck do you go with? Right? And we're with them until we see that that's not the main objective. That wasn't the main goal. That's what people don't understand. There's like three groups even within that group. They don't get it. They don't no. understand that this is oh, much bigger than politics. I'm an independent thinker. I've never been a Republican. I've never even considered myself a Democrat. I never used. I never even voted before this election, the last one. So I went with Trump because I saw. I saw something very different and unique in him, and I started looking into him and researching. And I was like, okay, this guy. 
I'm on board with this. But the, like I said, I'll pull the trump card at any moment that I see a sign. And I haven't yet. So, And vaccination's a huge one, bro. Sorry. If he's like, nah, you got to fucking do it, then. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's over. So I pulled the trump card. I'll pull it. And it's good that people understand that. No. It's very it's, important that people understand your perspective when it comes to that. Nobody's going to force me to do anything. So, Folks, a man who within a year completely turned his life around has become a very public advocate for the problems that he and I believe are facing humanity. Someone who speaks publicly, wears his heart on his sleeve. Someone I'm glad to virtually meet and God willing one day I'll be able to wrap my arms around him in a hug of brothership. Yeah, we'll have a cigar together. And a cigar. And someone who I have a ton of respect for. Folks, he is proof that no matter what you've been through in life, no matter how sad you are, no matter how dark it may seem, as long as you have air in those lungs, you can always make a... Comeback, baby. David, Nino, Rodriguez, champion of humanity, new friend... And God willing, you'll see me on his show in the future. And please follow him. Check out his show, his book, his website. All the links are below. And we look forward to seeing him in the future where I think he will be able to tell you, I told you so. <laughs> Till the next time, this is Beck Lover.